Campbell Soup bring you Amos and Andy. Christmas, everybody. It is Saturday night, December the 3rd, year 2011, 7.28 here on the West Coast. We got a special guest at the top of the show, so I'm going to call Patricia really soon. But first, a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for the wonderful time of the season. Look after all our friends out there, Lord, who are going through a very difficult time emotionally, spiritually, financially at the moment. Heal the ones who are the sick, Lord. There's so many who need your loving arms around them at this time. Help the poor. Help the homeless. Help the kids and families who won't have enough to celebrate your birthday. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Alright, here's Nat King Cole, everybody. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see a reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase it's from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Although it's been said 
Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun to ride and sing in a one-horse open sleigh. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way.
Okay, Merry Christmas everybody, this is Just the USA, I'm Wong Shoes, and on the other line, with our special guest, it's the one and the only Patricia. Hello, Patricia. Hello, Walden. Hi everybody, happy Saturday. We promised last week that we would have a special guest tonight, and we do. Um, I, have a, I have a quote. Oh, I found a quote, and I'm so proud of this. Eric Severide, who was probably one of our most famous newscasters, an American newscaster. He was with us for 80 years. Bless his heart. There are a couple of Christmas quotes that I pulled out this week, and this one really caught my attention. He said, Christmas is a necessity. There has to be at least one day of the year to remind us that we're here for something besides ourselves. Good point. And I do like that, and since this is our first official Christmas December show for 2011, we thought it might be the perfect night to talk about being here for something else besides ourselves. So we will. Our special guest tonight is Marine Corps Major Bill Grine, who was with us in July. He's Vice President of Marine Toys for Tots Foundation. Welcome, Bill. It's so good to have you back again. It's good to be back. Thanks. And uh, it's, uh, it's a, a little more exciting this time uh, than uh, Christmas in July because this one is for real. And we're, uh, we're very, very busy at, uh, at uh, Toys for Tots headquarters. Uh, and I mentioned that to Walden before he got you on the phone that a July schedule is pretty easy to accommodate. But December, we're really grateful that you're spending some time with us. In the way of introduction, Bill, would you tell our listeners who you are, what your role is, your job, your task, how long you've been involved with Toys for Tots, the whole Nagila? Sure. Uh, I, uh, I'm a retired Marine major. Uh, my last job uh, was uh, public affairs for the Marine Corps Reserve, uh, and uh, because of that, uh, my additional duty was to help run uh, the Toys for Tots program, and we realized we needed a uh, an association, a foundation, uh, uh, some type of organization to help us uh, get through the uh, all the state registrations, all the legalities of running a charity, uh, how to handle fundraising, all the things that Marines have been doing for many years, but not knowing if we were doing it right, if we were doing it legally or not. So uh, <laughs> my last two years on active duty, we worked to create a, uh, a foundation, and uh, lo and behold, the month I retired was the same month that the Secretary of Defense approved it, and uh, 
so we started a foundation. I retired, and uh, I was the right guy in the right place at the right time. And and uh, the person uh, authorized to start the foundation hired me as his vice president, and I've been that for 20 years now. And here you are. I'm going to ask you, as we get toward the end of our time tonight, I'm going to ask you what a typical day in December is for you in your office, and, and uh, that'll give us a double appreciation of your spending a Saturday night with us. My gosh, you don't have very many of those at all. <laughs> Bill, could you give I'm us not some... sure there's exactly a typical day, but there's a lot of busy ones, I can well, tell you that. Well, I really didn't expect a typical day. That was a bad <laughs> word. Maybe you could give us a representative assortment of the things that you're expected to deal with during December in particular, because I know that's your busiest time. Would you give us some background and the origin of Toys for Tots, please? Sure. Um, you know, it uh, it started in 1947. Uh, uh, a reserve Marine major, a, a person by the name of Bill Hendricks, who, uh, you know, uh, was a weekend warrior, uh, and his real job was public relations for Warner Brothers out in California. Uh, his wife had made a doll. She handcrafted a doll, and they had no children of their own. And she said, Bill, find an agency that, uh, that gives toys to less fortunate children during the holiday season, which this happened to be, and, uh, and take this doll with you. So he looked for a, a week uh, and uh, came back and uh, told his wife, Diane, that uh, you know, he didn't think anything existed out there uh, to, uh, to do that, and he could find no one that would take the doll. So she just put her finger up in his face and said, then you need to start one. So Bill went to his commanding officer of uh, uh, the reserve unit there in Los Angeles and told him what he would like to do, and he would like to get some of their Marines to collect toys and give them to uh, the less fortunate children in the L.A. area. And uh, uh, his commanding officer gave him just one command, and that was, don't fail. And, uh, of course, uh, Marines don't like that word, so Bill uh, didn't. They collected over 5,000 toys in a very short period of time uh, and gave those to the uh, the children in, in L.A. Uh, it was so uh, successful so quickly that the Marine Corps decided that would be a good program to adopt. So the next year, uh, it was at all 74 Marine Corps Reserve units across the country. That would have been 1948. Uh, and it got so big uh, uh, so quickly that Bill called his good friend Walt Disney and said, Walt, uh, we need a poster. So Disney himself created the very first poster, which I have a replica on my uh, I Love Me wall at home. And uh, uh, it's at the bottom. It's Santa Claus, and it just says, Give uh, to Toys for Tots. And at the bottom of the poster is a three-car train uh, with Toys for Tots written in it that Disney, who loves love trains, trains anyways, uh, created that, and that became uh, our logo, which has lasted for over well over 60 years now. The only difference between the one Disney created and the one we use now 
is Disney had a yellow, lavender, and pink cars, and anybody knows anything about Marines is we, we can't <laughs> handle yellow, lavender, and pink, so we made it all one big dark red uh, train with uh, big uh, uh, stars for uh, for wheels, uh, and uh, uh, but other than that, uh, you know that was our uh, our association, and we consider Disney to be our very first corporate sponsor, and we've uh, we've had a, an affiliation, a very close relationship with them ever since. Bill, how did this fall to the reserve units as opposed to the entire Marine Corps? Uh, anyone who's available from the entire Marine Corps itself. Well, you know, Marines, active duty Marines, uh, in their locations also will will run and work the program. But it was decided, uh, you know, the Marine Reserves are in the communities uh, uh, around the country, and uh, we decided we wanted to uh, use the program not to give toys, raise toys, and give them to Marine children. We wanted to use it to pay back the communities where our Marines grew up and came from and live and work. Uh, and we thought, what better way than to let the reserves do that? Because mm -hmm. they are in the communities uh, where, uh, uh, you know, where the people uh, are that need the help. Uh, yeah. You know, anybody knows anything about the Marine Corps itself, we seem to find swamps and, and other places to build our bases <laughs> and, and think uh, that's good places to train. So, uh, uh, you know, but uh, our reserves are in the major communities uh, and cities and, uh, across the country. Uh-huh. And and they're they're a whole lot more than the regular corps and the active marines. Yes, yes. So oh. and, and where we are now, we have 730 uh, units out there. Uh, 175 of those are uh, Marine Corps units, and uh, the remainder uh, are volunteer units. We call them LCOs, local community organizations, uh, but these are, for the most part, uh, retired Marines, former Marines, uh, wives of uh, Marines, people who love children, but they all uh, are in areas where we do not have a Marine Corps uh, unit or a reserve unit. Uh, so uh, that's kind of how we are uh, increasing every year. We have more and more folks who want to uh, want to help us, want to run uh, a program in their communities. Well, for anybody who ever thought that this was an in-name only Marine-sponsored foundation and organization, you just fix that for them. Yes, and, and, you know, this year especially, uh, with the, uh, you know, the Marine Corps and all the services are, are downsizing, uh, and uh, the Marines uh, significantly, um, we are asked to continue to run uh, the same program or, or, or increase it because the number of children living at or below the poverty level is increasing. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's a difficult to do when when we're downsizing as well. So we are really looking uh, to uh, to the communities where we work for volunteers, additional uh, business, corporate support, 
to help us uh, meet the uh, uh, the reduction in our size, but the increase in the need for what we're doing. I came across most of this information that you're talking about at your website, which is toysfortots.org. And we'll be reminding our family periodically tonight that uh, this is the place to go spend some time and see what the Marines are doing out in our communities. Also, um, our family. We, we have a Saturday night family. We don't have an audience. We have a family. Uh, give us a call, 714-545-2071. Say hi to Bill. Ask him a question or give a comment or a high five, which is a nice thing to do. Bill, tell us how, how Toys for Tots works today, how you get into the communities, how you locate the kids who need help, and how you go about doing it. Well, you know, when we first started back in the late 40s, uh, the program was pretty small, and uh, we collected toys, and, and we even in those days took used toys and tried to repair them. Uh, but uh, we collected them, uh, 